Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. No, we're not going to talk about that on Ben's podcast. <laughs> yes, he's been recording. Beep. Chase. What's up, dude? We got Cody down there. What's up? Scotty. And Joel. Insert cricket noise. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him three. Kill him. Welcome to the Foul Front Outdoors Waterfowl Podcast, where our goal is to recruit and educate new hunters while entertaining the rest of you. Without new hunters and the mentorship of those more seasoned, this passion as we know it faces an uncertain future. So get the word out, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show, because you're on the Foul Front. All right, I'm about 10 minutes from the Central Kansas Lodge for Hunt Hickory Creek, and um, I am pumped. It is the Kansas 2018 Big Duck opener, and uh, myself, uh, Chase White, Cody Crook, um, Scotty Turner, and a guy named Joel are, we're going to head out and we're going to get on some some big ducks here in the heart of the central flyway and I am pumped if you were curious it is um, 1 30 right now and I was sitting there I, I planned to leave about 2 to get up here by 5 um, which was kind of a deviation in the plan um, I I'd expected to um, originally I was supposed to go hunt with Elliot from freelance duck hunting um, and we were going to go yuck it up, and I told him, hey, man, uh, I want to sleep in, maximize time with the, the wife and the kid after I spent all week out of town. Uh, they ended up going to bed pretty early, and I was just sitting there watching my ceiling fan do about 100 RPM, and I was like, dang, okay. Kept sleeping, kept trying to sleep, kept trying to sleep, and next thing I did, I was like, you know what? If I left right now, I'd be there by the time I probably got to sleep, and yeah, I'm wired right now, and uh, I'm going to hopefully try to catch a, uh, catch a nap, and uh, hopefully when I walk in, Scotty doesn't cap me or something, um, you know, I tell you what, this Hunt Hickory crew, they're, they're, uh, they're a sentimental crew, I've gotten about two text messages from both Cody and Chase, hey man, you good, hey man, you alive? It's like, so if anybody knows me, they know that I uh, am a man 
who has a plan and likes to stick with it. And this is a little off cusp for me. Um, oh yeah, uh, back to me not hunting with Elliot this weekend. Uh, they're hunting in their layout boats, and when I went got home, turned out my layout boat was uh, well my ten foot John boat that I have riveted card or not cardboard uh, plywood to it um, and sealed it. Well. Let's just say I left it out in the yard a little too long, and she ain't looking so good. Um, so I had to tell him, "Hey, man, like I'm not gonna be able to make that." Elliot's crazy, absolutely nuts. They they wake up, they go camping out there, they scout like all week, all fumble scouts, and uh, then they they walk out there like they are not gonna be beaten, um, and they usually have like ten or fifteen spots. And, uh, when I was looking at him, I'm like, dang, I'm going to have to get there at one. Then I'm going to have to hike my, my, uh, 10 foot John boat in and wasn't in the cards. But anyways, I'll be, uh, hitting up, hitting him up with Elliot a bunch this season. He's a really great guy. And, uh, I had a blast last time that I went hunting with them and I am just, I'm pumped to get out there with Chase and Cody and Scotty and, and Joel. Um, and like I said, going back to the whole man with the plan thing, um, usually I have these episodes <laughs> pretty well written out and, um, have a bunch of questions or at least a, an outline of what I'm going to get to, um, in the episode, but this one is probably going to be a poop show. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm not kidding at all, actually. So, um... Hopefully, uh, old Scotty can keep her clean and I don't have to do a bunch of editing. Uh, I know some of you don't care with the swearing and stuff, but I like to, I like to keep it, uh, so that, you know, my daughter maybe one day could listen to this when she's like 10 or something and not, you know, I know some of you dads out there listen to this stuff with your, your wives or, oh man, if, if your wife can tolerate me talking about hunting for an hour and a half once a week better keep that one around or, or get rid of her because she's crazy um and you know with your kids in the car too and so yeah I you know I kind of just made the decision that we kind of keep her a little bit clean but um you know I won't I won't be the first to tell you I'm not a pious soul um and so especially when I'm out there hunting so um just a little forewarning um you know this might not be the most clean cut uh episode you know there might be a, a few uh radio swear words in there, I don't know, something, nothing you ain't gonna find on TV, so, but, nonetheless, I'm pumped, they've been sending me pictures all week, hey, you know, this field's loaded down with pintails and widgeon, and, and hopefully after, you know, last, uh, I mean, last week's episode with Tony and the taxidermy, uh, got me all fired up for shooting widgeon again, I, I love shooting widgeon. That being said, Pintail comes in my crosshairs. Pretty excited about the rather uh, liberal limit of Pintails this year, going back to two, so that's nice. But, yeah, I'm uh, pulling up here shortly. Um, obviously, if you guys aren't hearing this, Scotty probably woke up and shot me or something. But Yeah, that wasn't a bad walk at all. No, man. Sit. 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 I think it's gonna be good. Get a little more breeze, it'll be good. Scott, you go by Scott or Scotty? Scotty. Scotty. Low, low, pretty much everybody calls me. How long you been down here in Kansas? Uh, this will be my sixth year. I, uh, second year with Jay. And uh, I worked at Flint Oakland for four years. What up? What you bring on the You got how many you got in your hand? Seven or eight? Let's put them right here. Lesson number lesson number four. Make sure the water's deep enough. Set the scene here where what would you call this a flooded milo field or like a flooded Main mud field. flat? Oh, well, uh, what's that stuff? I'm, that's milo. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm no. This is all beans. 
No, plantologist. Plantologist. But that them don't look like beans. Botanist. <laughs> ah, yes. Plantologist. That Thanks, Chase. Better. And Joel, just so you're not weirded out by this fuzzy thing in my hand, I, I run a, uh, a waterfowl podcast. That's why I'm not touching any of the decoys. Joel, do you even know what a podcast is? No. <laughs> Heard of him. He's never even seen the movie Friday. He don't know what a podcast or is. Or Borat. <laughs> So I don't know if Chase told you or not, but he hired me to come out here and evaluate your guys' uh, guide service <laughs> and give you a little bit of uh, feedback on, uh, you know, what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. So will be standing over here, watching the boys work, putting on a little clinic, as it were. You believe real? <laughs> Ben's a self-proclaimed expert. Self-proclaimed. Yes, I, so self-proclaimed that I started a podcast. So... <laughs> I know what y'all are doing. He's so full of his yeah, own sure knowledge. He just had to show. We're gonna set the mojos right here, just like this. I think, uh, yeah, that's that's good, right there. <laughs> six feet from the six feet from us. I like to cluster them together to create a more uh, visual strobe-like appearance. <laughs> Them are cool, fully flocked. Joel's been pretty quiet since I uh, He's said Iceman, man. Yeah, yeah, Iceman. I'm gonna get him a dive bomb hoodie made, and I'm gonna get Iceman. Cool as a cucumber. Cool as the other side of the pillow. <laughs> who's who's Iceman fly with in Top Gun? Maverick. No, that's Maverick and Goose. Iceman. Oh, yeah. who? Iceman. Who's who's? Uh, I'm trying to think. Google. Call let's Uncle let's Wade. Take a short break here in our morning hunt for a little Google. Yeah. <laughs> Different than yesterday's Google search, Cody. <laughs> Siri. I'm not sure I understand. Oh my goodness. Siri, who is Iceman's wingman in Top Gun? Check okay. out, check out my top search on Google. Yes, yes it does. I know. We had this talk yesterday. And we're also going to be, you know, going through some listener questions that I've essentially collected over the last. Uh, couple months that have kind of been sitting in the bank and uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to answer some of those questions and uh, sprinkle them in to the the hunt uh, probably in like later editing but yeah all right so I've actually had uh, quite a few questions about what my preferred decoy strategies are um, as the season continues and what I like to say is is hey I, I bought them um so I'm going to use them. However, that's not always true. There's a lot of times where it's like, eh, I don't really want to hike all 12 dozen floating decoys that I have in. Like, one of those things. So my general rule of thumb is is if I have a boat and I'm taking some buddies with me, um, especially the, on the first day of um, any duck season or any split, I'll throw out, like, uh, a big refuge number. Um and then as we, you know, continue um, through the season, I, I'll draw it down to maybe, you know, uh, two or three dozen. And the way that I like to use the decoys is uh, I put them out in a wad out in front of me and to make them kind of look like they're just landed. And then I usually have like a string of a string of them um, downwind from me to, kind of as a backstop. Um, I, I hunt a lot of crosswinds um, just due to the, you know, ponds and preferable spots, but, you know, I'll also cut them off, um, out in front of me as well, yeah, if there's enough depth, but as we move progressively later and later into the season, I start adding, you know, probably, probably, you know, a dozen or two dozen, you know, a week, um, after a little bit, and then the next thing you know, I've got all of my goose decoys, all of my duck decoys out, and, you know, we've got six people hunting with us, and, um, yeah, and then everybody knows my, my, uh, stance on, on motion decoys, I like, I like to use, um, mojos clustered up, but I don't like to use them anywhere near the hole, um, I like to put them far out, unless other people, um, in the hunting party can convince me to put them right in the hole, um, and then use a jerk string, and, uh, the Higdon Pulsator that I won at, um, oh, actually, I've, I've only been using that for, like, half a season, but I love that thing, so, 
that's kind of my take on um, duck decoys going throughout the season. Um, at the end of the season, everybody knows that you know the best uh, duck decoy is a goose decoy, and so the more goose decoys you can throw out, the better. That's just my little tidbit. All right, let's get back to the hunt. Slider. <laughs> Slider. Slider. That's not a very cool name. No, no let's let's not. keep that one out of here. Iceman, that's going to work Ice better. Iceman, that's, that's Joel. What's, Dude, what time did you go to bed? Like an hour ago? About one. Dude, I was up till like 2 o'clock. <laughs> ah, no, you weren't. I was rolling into town at one thirty. I texted you at like one twenty or one fifteen. That's true. Y'all are a very concerned group of people. I appreciate I that. No, Chase, Chase won't admit it, but I was, he was, I was making sure he was <laughs> Hey, man, what's your fine friends uh, at? It? I want to make sure you get here all right. I was making sure he was working on his podcast on the way here. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Well, guys, we got about an hour and ten minutes before we can shoot anything. That's okay. It's better let's, to be let's here. Let's just stand around and, you know, kind of coon by y'all a little bit. <laughs> I like how you always have a backpack on. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's the smallest backpack you could possibly wear. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, uh, fanny it's like a fanny pack, but for it's your like back. back. Is that your satchel? Yeah. <laughs> He's got his donuts and his shells in there, <laughs> and a can of chew. I forgot my cigars. This week's episode is brought to you by the following partners. Hunt Hickory Creek. New to Hunt Hickory Creek this year is their Central Kansas Lodge. They're going to be running hunters from the end of October all the way through January. And they're situated right between Kavira and Cheyenne Bottoms, which combined can hold hundreds of thousands of birds at a time. And these guys are going to work their tails off. You got Chase, you got Cody, you got Scotty, and then you've even got um, Megan in there taking pictures. Guys, if you're going to be traveling outside of your state um, and you're going to pay for guide service, don't roll the dice. Come into our Facebook group, pick Chase or Scotty or Cody's you know, brain, figure out who they are, and uh, make sure that you're going to be booking a hunt with them because they're not just awesome guides, they're great people. They're going to show you a great time. So, if you're going to hunt Kansas, hunt Hickory Creek. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries, the fastest growing, most affordable decoys on the market with unmatched customer service. And you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or DiveBombIndustries.com, and you can find Asher in our listeners group. And get yourself into a large, effective, affordable, and easy-to-set-up spread. It takes about a minute uh, to set about a dozen, and they take up no space in the garage or truck. They're tough, extremely realistic, and go get yourself twice the decoys, half the price, none of the hassle. Um, also brought to you by Toe Tags LLC. Now, federal migratory game bird laws apply in all 50 states. That includes yours which includes gifting and tagging laws. Make sure to keep your birds separated and or tagged when transporting or storing them uh, with other hunters' birds. Now, this includes from the field to home as well. Gifting in the field, though commonly done, never legal. Uh, it must be done at the donor or donee's personal boat. Hey, for other helpful hints and to keep yourself legal, go check Toe Tags LLC out on Facebook or you can hit up Ryan um, in our Facebook group um, or you can head on over to ToeTagsLLC.com. So have fun, be safe, and keep it legal. We're also brought to you by Athlon Optics, which produce some of the finest shooting scopes and binoculars on the market. Their ED glasses top-notch and rivals the glass of binos three or four times their price. You're going to be able to pick a goose out in an impression from half a mile with these things. I'm telling you, they're tough, sturdy, and this is where Athlon Optics goes above and beyond their lifetime warranty, which is critical for us waterfowl hunters. I sport the Midas 10x42, and I'm extremely pleased with them. So head on over to Athlon Optics and get yourself a top-of-the-line binocular system for this season at a fraction of the price and a no-worries warranty. A no worries warranty. We're also brought to you by Freelance Hunt Stats. And i got to tell you, I'm really excited to be using Freelance Hunt Stats this year. Um, if you've never logged your hunts in the past, start doing it. Um, especially with FreelanceHuntStats.com because it's not just a journal. This thing can catalog all of your information and... You can go back, you can look at like how you do on sunny days. It's going to be a game changer for you. So head on over to FreelanceHuntStats.com and start logging your hunts this season. We're also brought to you by Duck Nuts. And now I've been finding duck um, decoy rigging systems since I started. Wrapping, coiling, Texas rigs, talk about a pain in the butt. Now, I work hard, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the morning, it's time to go home and Duck Nuts allows me to do that so that I can rig my decoys that all i got to do is throw them in a bag. And with our friction system, it's too easy to just pull the line and pack it up and, or just throw them out. It, it, 
It allows you to adjust for depth, and if you're tired of fighting your decoy rigs, head on over to ducknuts.com and use your 10% off code with Foul Front um, discount code. We're also brought to you by Gypsum Creek. Now, Gypsum Creek is a full-service gun dog training facility in the heart of the Midwest, and they are looking to build eager, confident, and reliable field companions through a unique approach that you don't find at many other places. So come check out Gypsum Creek Retrievers on their Facebook um, or Instagram, or you can hit up Evan, the owner, in our Facebook group. And I promise you, this guy loves your dog more than you do and loves teaching them how to retrieve more than you do. Um, I got to spend a uh, weekend out with them, and it was an awesome time, I'm telling you. Um, the What they got going on over there, that's where you're going to want to send your dog. All right, we're also brought to you by the Duck Tech mobile app. Um, increase your odds of success in the blind this year with the Duck Tech mobile app. Three-time world ch- duck calling champion Barney Caleb teaches you how to make the most important duck sounds and what they mean to a duck and when to use them, the most important part. DuckTech is also available to download on the App Store and Google Play. With the season approaching, get the app today so you can put more ducks on the strap tomorrow. We're also brought to you by SRB Field Rests. No matter what, where, or how you hunt, SRB, SRB Field Rests got you covered. Uh, they're going to keep your shotgun, rifle, or your bow, or your crossbow safe, clean, and ready for the, uh, in the field or on the range. Waterfowl hunters in a dry field, a muddy field, marshes, flooded fields, or flooded timber. SRB Field Rests has you covered. Go check them out. They've got a 10% discount code for you with Foul Front, all under case, one word. We are also brought to you by Gunner Kennels, the market's only double-walled, roto-molded dog crate and five-star crash-tested rated kennel. These American-made boxes come with a lifetime warranty, and the guys over at Gunner Kennels have done some crazy stuff to show you how strong they really are, like dropping 4,000 pounds on it. Hammering it with a 630-pound sled and tossing it off a 200-foot cliff and shooting it with a 12-gauge shotgun with zero bullet penetration. You're hitting the road uh, with your dog this season. Gunner Kennels is your safest bet. Uh, Protecting your best friend and your investment. So head on over to GunnerKennels.com. We're also brought to you by HTR Innovations. And you have not heard of them yet, but... um, I am hunting out of their A-frame this year, and they have one of the slickest um, inventions I've seen um, for waterfowl hunting. It's an awesome little gun stand for the marsh. Um, and go, So go check them out at htrinnovations.com. Also, here's another big thing for you. Do you absolutely hate laying in your layout blind? Well, they got something for you, so go check them out, um, and our good buddy Jordan over there, he's going to be doing all their filming this year, looking forward to seeing what they got. Okay, let's get back into this week's episode. <laughs> got you a marlin back. Hooked up, Rod. <laughs> he's not wearing waders. It tastes like, uh, tastes like ketchup and onions. Step yeah, I can I can taste it. I got, another, I got a little bit more. <laughs> the suit's definitely seeped up now. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Send her all the way out. Oh, I love that shit. Send her all the way out? Yeah. Well, hell, we ain't gonna be able to shoot. Right here. Okay, go ahead. Go on now, Scott. The you know, best part about this mud is, is when I shoot some of these decoys, we're not gonna know. <laughs> no, they won't sink. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, people. That was a joke. We had to edit that one. <laughs> All right, out here with the Hunt, Hick- Hunt Hickory Creek boys. Yeah, Chase. What's up, dude? You got Cody down there. What's up, Scotty? Happening. And Joel. Insert cricket noise. (laughs) (laughs) Insert cricket noise. Did you load up already? Yeah. Oh, Oh, we're getting serious. It's opening day of duck season, bud. All right, another question I got was somebody was watching our video um, from last... Last season, actually before I started the podcast, 
and they saw you know me and a couple of my buddies um Justin Wilson and Max um they saw us essentially um in the John boat pulling ourselves with a rope and then anyways to set it up they were curious as to why we were not paddling across or using a motor or something like that and just pulling ourselves uh, along this rope since we'd already had to cross it anyways. So the the deal with that was is that the the ice was, it wasn't thick enough to walk on, but it was really hard to break. Um, and so what we ended up doing was is the night before, um, I walked along to the other side of the pond and then... Uh, I can't remember who it was, Justin or Wilson or Max, somebody um, took a rock and basically, or a stick, excuse me, and threw the rope across to me. And then uh, I had to end up going in a little bit to get in, but, and I didn't have my waders and it sucked. So if you want to see me, you know, in my underwear, um, in really cold water, go check that video out. Um, but anyways, uh, we we did that so that we could just pull ourselves instead of having to use like a trolling motor and like run up on the ice and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I would suggest if there's not a spot that you can drive around to, if you're hunting small water, um, and you have the preparation time, go ahead and set your, we left that rope up for quite a while actually. And go ahead and set your, uh, your rope across there. So you can just pull yourself across. You don't have to worry about a motor or anything like that. And, one guy can just kind of shuttle a bunch of gear back and forth while the other dudes walk around, or um, y'all can just wait for him to shuttle stuff, or you can shuttle a couple people over with a little bit of gear. And Yeah, that's the that's the reason that we had that rope strung. So that was probably a terrible explanation. Oh, yeah, they're starting to fly, boys. I got to mark the jerk rig, duck call. Dog, gun. Holy shit. <laughs> I knocked my gun over. For the listeners, we just about got hit in the head with a duck. What was that? Is that a teal? So we're not shooting teal? Not for... Oh, they wouldn't stand a chance. Scotty, tell me when we're about 30 seconds out. All right, uh, another question um, that we had was, what was one piece of um, clothing or equipment that has absolutely changed the way um, I hunted. And I couldn't really think of one particular piece of equipment. Maybe the, like, kind of A-frame, you know, you're just sitting instead of, you know, laying out. But I still prefer both. Um, so what I came up with was the waiter's pants cuff. Um, you know, that little piece of, like, elastic or neoprene that you... Secure your pants down um, when you're putting your waders on. And that sounds stupid, but I always laughed and said, I would never need one of those um, ever. And that's just not the case. On long walks in um, or when you're wearing a lot of layers, it's nice to just keep it all tucked in nice and down. So, yeah, it's dumb. But if you're wearing waders and you don't have the pants cuffs, and you're just using like your socks to tuck over it, just check it out because you can add like an extra. Um, oh, another thing uh, that is an absolute game changer for me is the little hot feet or the hot hands, uh, you know, like the little hand warmer. They make them for your feet. Now, don't put them on and walk out there. You're going to have to like, you know, tuck them in your breast pocket or, or something like that and keep them warm, like in your pocket, and then uh, then put them on when you get out there. So it's pretty nice um, to have warm feet. So, all right, next question. Excuse me, let's, uh, let's get back into the hunt, then we'll get into another question. Good? 
kill them too. Kill them too. Kill him, boys, kill him. Go ahead, Cody. Thank you, boys. Kill him, kill him, kill him. Kill him, kill him! Nice. How many did we get there? Get! Cody, if you see I didn't even see Wait. them coming. <laughs> if you see something, call it. Kill him four. Kill him. Next volley we get, Scott, let's try to hold back and see if he can send uh, Iggy on one. You want to try to send her on that one, Cody? Yep. I was hoping that big wad Yeah, me too. Good, do it. Another thing that I do, um, I just have quite a list. I have listeners always ask me, hey, what secrets, tips, tricks do you have? And um, kind of generic questions um, like that. But um, one thing that I, I do, especially when I hunt public land, is I will copy um, all of my licenses and, and things like that. And, and I, uh, I will copy it onto like one single sheet of paper with my photocopier. And then I'll I'll blank out a bunch of the you know um, information that I wouldn't want just any old Joe Schmo to have or something like that. And then I put it in a weatherproof binder or excuse me weatherproof uh, page protector and cover the top up with uh, duct tape. And I will set that underneath of my uh, windshield wiper and I do that for the game wardens. So if I'm out there hunting, I I don't actually do this a lot for waterfowl. I do it a lot for more. Uh, when I'm out on public land, um, you know, turkey hunting or deer hunting. Um, and then I also have on there, it says like, hey, I left the truck at this time. Um, if you're finding this message and it's more than 12 hours old, please contact the authorities. Um, 
I was last hunting quarter mile down whatever ridge. But I've left it on there for a couple times um, when we were waterfowl hunting. And we were clear out in the middle of this lake. And I saw, and we're the only ones there. And it was, it was kind of a tucked up and hidden spot that not a lot of people knew that you could actually hunt it. Um, and the game warden, or I, I think, I can't remember if it was like one of the park rangers of the game warden, but anyways, uh, truck rolled up and started like binocularing and, uh, and then he checked our, our truck and then he saw, um, my sheet, read, read the sheet and me and my buddy both had one in there. He kind of reviewed the information, literally watching this through our binoculars and he reviewed the information and then no one ever came out to check on us. No one ever, he wasn't waiting for us at the gate, nothing like that. So, um, I'd like to think that it was my pre-planning that got us out of getting checked on, but you never know. That's just another little tiny weird tip that I do. Give you a little insight into my brain, so... Um, all right, let's get back into yeah, the hunt. I'm pretty sure we're going to go ahead and stay. You know, Scotty said that was waiting for you to say that. I'm going to stay anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Get the greyhound back. If, Wade was, if back. Wade was here, we'd be 23 birds from our limit still. <laughs> I hope you heard that, Wade. Oh, you don't have it on, do you? Oh, I do. Oh, I hope you heard that, Wade. <laughs> we shot a banded, we shot a double banded Drake canvas back, too. Full plume in October. Full plume. I'm not going to lie to you, boys. My boot is. Oh, my God. I thought those were two teal. <laughs> My boot is pretty much soaked. Well, it was, and my feet were dry until I went to go get Iggy. Did you guys see, like, a couple weeks ago when teal was going on? There was, I think they were hunting, the guys were hunting in, like, Texas or something. And they got the game wardens called on them. And they had a full, they had a full limit of, like, cormorants, or not cormorants, uh, I think it was cormorants, or mergansers or something. <laughs> they thought they were, they thought they were all cinnamon teal. Had a full limit. One guy didn't even have a license. <laughs> My boot is wrecked with water right now. See Mark. Hey Mark, that's what I got in this bag. <laughs> North. Crack. I mean, I don't know how you normally hunt, Ben, but it's not ethical. Where are you looking, Iceman? Uh, oh, you mean the ones that are in Nebraska right now? <laughs> how I hunt? Oh. Yeah, it's not ethical to crack a beer at 745 in the blind. We don't condone that. Four loco, baby. We don't condone that. We don't condone that here at Hunt Hickory Creek. Cody, you're gonna have the most beeps on this whole episode. There's gonna be one real long beep when I was. Subtitles at the bottom. Cody Crook speaking. You can't subtitle a podcast, I don't know. But figure it out. <laughs> Every time Cody starts talking. All right. Um, another tip that uh, I do have for you. I'm a worrier, kind of, when it comes to the small details. And ask anybody that's ever hunted with me, and they, they'll tell you that like I am kind of a little worrier about um, some of the, the smaller stuff, but... Yeah, we were hunting uh, last year. I had permission on this Oklahoma cow pond, and I was so worried because there was there was a lot of cows that were on this. It wasn't that big of a uh, a spot, but the the pond was big enough to facilitate all these all these cattle, and they would just hay them or um, grain them. And anyways, uh, I was always really paranoid and about the gate because I this spot was so good. And I didn't want us to lose permission because one of my knucklehead buddies, yeah, you're listening, you're a knucklehead, um, like leaves the gate open or something. Or or 
me being a knucklehead and leaving the gate open. So um, one thing that I would always do, um, and I got this from people that, uh, I can't remember what website it was, but before they would leave on vacation, they would either take a video of them walking around the house uh, on their final check saying, hey, the lamp is off, hey, the oven's off, hey, the iron's not plugged in, Um, there's enough water for the cat. They would take a video and do that. And then uh, another method they said was to make up some completely random garbage word that you have never and probably no one um, has ever said in their life. And so every time I would close the gate, I'd say some weird, um, if I didn't take a video of it, um, I'd say some weird word like Barbie butt fart or something like that. It was very strange of me to think of that. And then I'd get back into the truck and um, the guys would all say, what's the word? And I'd you know, say, oh, Barbie butt fart. And anytime I'd, we'd be sitting out there and I'd be like, hey, I checked the gate. And then someone would be like, Barbie butt fart. That kind of thing. Um, so kind of a little moniker. So if you have something like that that you have to remember and you're always kind of a little bit of a worrier like me, you know, uh, go ahead and maybe adopt one of those two things. Take a video of yourself doing it. or Especially, I still do that when I lock up my deer property that I have up here um, because there's a lot of cattle on it and it's really big. And I don't visit it too frequently um, in the off-season because I like to give it uh, a little you know, time away. But I, I'll sometimes be like, oh man, I locked it, right? And I don't know why I doubt myself. But okay, I'm rambling. Let's get back into the hunt. All right, another question um, that I have uh, about, and I don't know, you know, it's because I run a podcast, and of course, uh, people will think that, you know, I'm an expert in some way, shape, or form on things, and I'm not. I'm just a guy, I've been hunting, this is my sixth season uh, of going really hard after waterfowl, and I'm just a little bit ahead of the learning curve um, for new hunters. Um, And then, you know, I'm on par with other people doing some things. I, I'm better at, at some things and I'm worse at other things, but, uh, you know, people always, you know, kind of are curious as to what your, your hunting styles are and, and whatnot. And I would tell them that, um, I prefer hunting small water, small ponds. Um, uh, and that, that completely plays into kind of my theory on or experiences, I should say. Um, I hunt small water when it's kind of relatively calm and there's not a lot of weather going about. And then I like hunting big water when it's real trashy outside. Um, that's just kind of my my little give or take. But uh, honestly, what I do, I hunt uh, whatever I can. If I've got permission on small ponds, I hunt small ponds. Um, if you're going to twist my arm and make me choose between my like small water permissions or the big public lake or something like that. I'd tell you that it, it should be a pretty ducky day. Um, a lot of wind, maybe a little precipitation cloudy to really make me choose the lake over the small ponds. So, all right. Um, once again, this is probably getting old, but I don't really have a good moniker for how to say it. Let's get back to the hunt. Okay, I get a lot of questions or grief about, um, people, you know, I talk a lot about how I utilize mojo slash spinning wing, um, decoys in my spread and people really want to know, um, what my deal is with it or they completely agree or they completely disagree and I just want to tell you, like, I'm sorry. I don't think that mojos are great for finishing ducks, but they're really good for a long attraction. So why not have the best of both worlds and put them clear out on the edge of your spread or on the other side of the pond to pull those ducks? You're not pulling ducks from 50 yards, 60, 100, 300 yards um, with those things. You're pulling, those mojos are meant to get the attention of ducks and geese, excuse me, I, maybe not geese. I don't know. I know geese don't like the, but anyways, um, ducks from 
half a mile, three quarters to a mile away. That's what they're there for. I think that's what they're best suited for. I don't think, and of course, I get proven wrong all the time with ducks landing like on the on the mojos that are in the hole. But I just I'd rather have you know five ducks come in and sit in the hole than have one duck you know flare. So I don't think I worked that. Yeah, at any rate, so I put them out clear on the edge, or I'll go find the highest point um, near me if I'm on really flat land, and I'll, I'll set them all up there and, you know, get them within earshot with those mojos, and then and you can uh, go ahead and work, work them on in the last uh, quarter mile. So, yeah, that's, that's my opinion, and you probably won't change it no matter how many ducks topple your mojo over. <laughs> All right, let's get no, back. We're not going to talk about that on Ben's podcast. <laughs> yes, he's been recording. <laughs> it helps her upset stomach. <laughs> hey, let's call Wade. What do you think we'll call Wade? I know. Come on. About the same temperature as your house last night. <laughs> I it was this guy does not like to pay his heating bill. It was hot when we got there. Well, I wasn't. There was fire coming out of the heating vents. We're <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of blowtorches. Oh, they don't want to answer. Wade, that was rude. Alright, fellow uh, foul front podcasters, if you ever get a chance to hunt with Ben, bring a catheter. He pees more than a pregnant woman. Yeah, that's him you can hear in the background. You hear that? I want to give a huge shout out, um, like we always do during this time, um, to our uh, partners. Um, so we got uh, Hunt Hickory Creek, which if you're not familiar with Hunt Hickory Creek, that's Chase and Cody and Scotty and Megan. They're all in the group, and uh, these are a good group of people. Um, I talked to at least one of them, mostly Chase, um, at least two or three times a week. Um, whether it's deer hunting or talking about birds or, or just, uh, you know, rubbing in the uh, fantasy football smack talk and, and all that stuff. Anyways, hey, don't try, you don't put your money in something that you can't first validate or, like, get to know or, you know, something like that. You can get in there. You can literally see what uh, you're going to be getting out there in the blind uh, with, you know, these guys and these guides. So... Go check them out. Good people. Even uh, better uh, uh, people to go home with. So. Uh, we've also got Dive Bomb Industries. And Dive Bomb Industries, um, you know, they've been, they did a lot of good work for us and uh, put a lot of our listeners into um, some really affordable spreads. And I am just pumped to um, get out and start targeting some, some big ducks with, uh, with my spread that we're all set up with over here and uh, just really, you know, excited to put the, the 2D, um, you know, ideology um, to the to the test. So, all right. We've also got Toe Tags LLC. Uh, you, you guys heard Ryan's story. And if you haven't heard Ryan's story, go check it out. Um, episode 23. Uh, but anyways, just check out. Go look for the uh, Toe Tags LLC story. Um, you know, we whether or not you want to argue that it is actually a you know regulation or an enforceable law or anything. I mean, the law is the law, and I don't. I'm not going to put myself uh, in a position, uh, at least anymore, uh, to where I can be. You know, whether or not I get a ticket is 
at the discretion of the, you know, investigating officer or, or um, you know, however things are going that day. So um, just for a couple cents a day uh, or hunt, I should say, you can be fully taken care of. You already spent all the money on the gas and stuff. So go tag your birds and make sure you're not throwing them in a big old pile. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and stay legal with Toe Tags LLC. We've also got Gypsum Creek Retrievers, Evan over there um, in Gypsum with a creek running, you know, through the back of his yard. Um, is running a awesome little uh, kennel. Uh, and I got to go out and I got to go hunt with his flagship dog and um, got to see the way that he interacts with um, that dog. And just the way he talks about, you know, his business and his dogs and uh, the people, dog he's training, like it's... It's, uh, it's, it's really humbling to see a guy who's like so ate up with it and uh, is just in it and he's just doing it out of passion and decided to make his passion something that can put, you know, um, dinner on the table. It's a heck of a, heck of a deal. Uh, we've also got Athlon Optics. Um, Athlon Optics, go check these guys out. Um, they have some of the finest shooting scopes. Um, on the market and their binoculars are bang up. Um, literally they are the same quality as something that you'd pay two or three times the price of. And they're just a solid, um, feeling binocular and uh, it's, it's nice. You know, I'm not going to do any direct comparisons out there, but uh, I've held a lot of binoculars in my time and, I'm very satisfied with these, uh, with these ones. So go check them out at Athlon Optics. I've got the the Midas ten by forty two, and it is suiting my needs perfectly out here um, in Kansas. All right, um, next we've got um, freelance hunt stats. Uh, I've I've always logged and tracked all the birds that we've harvested and whatnot, but it wasn't until Elliot showed me his freelance hunt stats uh, at freelancehuntstats.com that it's not just a journal anymore. Now it's a database. Now I can go through and I can filter um, all the stuff that I want to know. Uh, you know, windy days, cloudy days, uh, days I shot all blue winged teal, like things things of that nature, and um, even by location. And it's super affordable. You know, uh, just don't buy one monster this month or one Starbucks coffee and you've got yourself um, what you need to keep track. Plus, super helpful when you go to fill out those hit permits. So, all right. Uh, We've also got Duck Nuts. Uh, That's D-U-K-N-U-T-Z. And if you haven't seen the videos or pictures of me uh, utilizing these things yet, uh, I freaking hate um dealing with texas rigs and i take out a lot of new hunters and i always end up i'm always sitting there untangling stuff or unwrapping keels and uh instead with these duck nuts you just throw them on there and all you gotta do is literally you just stretch out the line or you can slide the the weight um, all the way towards the decoy or down and you just throw these things in a bag it's awesome. Hey, they even came out with a uh, a carrying. Uh, it always seems that my wife is always walking in whenever I'm doing the duck nuts uh, commercial because she's just looking at me because she thinks it's hilarious. Uh, but they just came out with a bag and it's called the nut sack, and uh, it is it's pretty cool. You can strap your shotgun to it. Um, they've also got hats um, too, and uh, for my boy Wilson listening out there. Uh, Hunter over at uh, Duck Nuts, he made a hat just for you, buddy, um, and all you other coot shooters out there. So, um, but yeah, so good stuff. Go check them out. Uh, just a really great product. Uh, we've also got the Duck Tech mobile app, and the Duck Tech mobile app is an app that's designed to help you get better at calling ducks. Um, it literally, it's got Barney Califf on there, a uh, two or three time uh, world duck calling champion, and he does the the call, tells you what it's for, why to do it, when to do it, and then you can actually go in 
and press record, record yourself, and then you can hear it side by side so you can see how you want to tweak it up. Pretty cool concept. Uh, a lot of times, you know, you're just dealing with like a DVD or, or some other, you know, like here's the sounds, now make this sound. And that's not this right here. This is something that you can do on your commute. So pretty sweet. All right, next we've got, um, we got Gunner Kennels. And uh, Gunner Kennels, if you have never laid your hands on a Gunner Kennel, uh, probably some of the finest uh, craftsmanship or over example of overbuilding um, something. And that's perfect. That's fine with me. You know, my wife, she loves those things because... Um, it keeps the babies safe, uh, the, the fur babies. And at the end of the day, you're kind of charged with the responsibility of uh, that animal's life. And, you know, I wear my seatbelt. I don't text and drive. Um, why am I going to, like, just throw my dog in the back of the back of the truck to, you know, be in uh, jeopardy if something were to happen? Uh, and then uh, newest partner uh, that I want, that I'm super excited to get you guys into, is HTR Innovations. That's H-T-R, uh, like Hunter, uh, Innovations. And they've got the coolest little thing. Um, it's a stand that you can put out in the marsh that holds your gun, um, holds my recording equipment, box of shells, all this other stuff. Check it out on the Instagram uh, page. Uh, they've also got an A-frame blind uh, that they come out with that is super simple to set up. Um, just like stupid simple. And then they've got, uh, for you guys that absolutely hate layout blinds, they've got a layout blind insert. And makes that thing just about as comfy as the living room couch. So... Go check them out. Uh, and then last but not least, we've got SRB Field Rests. So you hiked into this muddy field, set out all your decoys, had your bag ready to go with your gun in it, and then you take your gun out and you just set it in the mud. Or you, you know, you're constantly making sure that you, you know, don't fumble this thing around. These two little stakes from SRB Field Rests, stick them there, lay your gun down on them. You didn't come this far to like jam your your gun up with a little bit of mud because you got excited about some, some geese uh, in your face. So that was really dramatic. I have a little bit of a stuffy nose it sounds like. but All right. We just want to let you guys know these companies are the bees knees um these are cool people great people i like i'm not just throwing them on here so that i can take up your time and you know make money or whatever it is i believe in these products i believe in these people and uh i'm a huge fan of somebody turning their passion into their everyday job so that they can try to escape some sort of um nine to five where somebody else is their boss uh and I'm a huge, huge fan of that, um, you know, trying to do that myself. So, yep, before, you know, think twice before you buy uh, uh, something, um, you know, similar to these. And, you know, they, they help bring you this show. And so if you like this show, you like it to be around, <coughs> you know, um, check these people out. So, all right, everybody, safe hunting. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fowl Front Waterfowl Podcast. Please come join us on our Facebook group, the Fowl Front Waterfowl Podcast group, where you can connect with a good group of hunters because we're all in this together. We need to act like it so that hopefully our great, great grandkids will be hunting ducks over our favorite public lands. Uh, we also ask that you go ahead and give us a written review on iTunes and give us five stars if you think we deserve it. And we really do want to hear back from you uh, so that we can give you the best possible content. And if you get in on that Facebook group, you can get in there and you can ask questions and you can tell us what you want to hear next or you can tell us uh, what you don't like. And we'll be sure to tailor things to our listeners. So, all right. 
Stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. Hey, you ever been sitting in front of your TV just wondering why you can't catch the latest episode of The Foul Front right there in your living room so you can press all your guests and family with your fine taste and podcast listening? Me neither, but hey, as a part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective, you can now find The Foul Front and some other great podcasts on your Apple TV, your Roku, your Amazon Fire Stick, Smart TV, even your gaming console just by downloading the Waypoint app. And heck, while you're there, they got over 2,500 hunting and fishing shows on demand. Go download the Waypoint app today. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know, right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.